It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation the Podcast. Yes, we back. Right. Another week. Crystal clear in your ear, you know, yeah, same bars. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. How are you? Yeah. I'm chilling, man. I, you know, I'm I'm getting through it. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. <laughs> That's it? But I, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. I feel good about getting through it. I'm like, I'm getting through it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. there's this are certain you getting, Are you getting to it? I'm getting to it too. I'm getting to okay. it too. And getting to it is just how to, it's just what you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's the default now. Like certain shit. I'm trying to, when I say I'm getting to it, I'm trying to quell much overthinking or even emotional feeling and just accept what needs to be done and do what I need to do. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. The whole, with a whole, without a whole lot of like ah, hemming and hawing. It is what it is. Right. Let's tackle this shit. And let's keep it moving. So that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I saw you. I saw you drop some crowd work today. Yeah, I dropped a little piece of crowd work. You know what I mean? Uh, that's from uh, when I was out in Baltimore. Uh, and I got some more shit coming. I gotta, um, you know, just tap back into that and compiling some some video and shit like that and even better mm-hmm. you know but yeah we working we working man we we moving around we moving around and and hey. it feels good every day of work man create the future man so shit yeah yeah that's real if you sit down today the future gonna be from what you were sitting down on putting yeah. out work the future may be based off the work yep Absolutely, absolutely, and and you don't even know what work is going to dictate the future. It could be some work that you didn't really think was much of a big deal. I've had that right. before, where it turns out the origin of this opportunity came from that. You like word, really? Right. Yeah, right. well, you know, yeah. So no, that's real, but all of it compiles in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. adding it all together, like yeah. like the the piece of work. That got me more work than all my work was uh, just being black. Just being mm. black, some shit I sat on the block. I ain't right. shoot it for no reason. You know what I'm saying? One day I was like, you know what? Let me put that together. And that was the mm-hmm. first time that I put something together and put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? Most of your work, work, you know, you just be work out there. No name, just some shit you did. But when you put your name on it, it changes. It feel like it changed people's perception, you know what I'm saying? And it actually puts a stamp on your POV, and mm-hmm. your POV is what get what you know what I found out. The POV is what got me more work, especially in the um in the black space. Like now, everything I've done since just being black has been <laughs> been black. <laughs> Just being black, black. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be black now. Shit, just being black, dear black man, revolt black dudes, black girl (laughs) stuff, nigga. (laughs) Bet on black, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That's what (laughs) I'm saying. Not intentionally, but Mm -hmm. it really, you know what I'm saying? When you really show your point of view and what you really care about, you know what I'm saying? It it puts people, it lets people know why to call you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of right. times people are like, oh, the nigga shoot, oh, the nigga make shit, oh, the nigga do some brand shit, blah, blah, blah. Plenty of niggas do that. You know what I'm saying? But when people 
call you for your point of view, they actually need something that you got. You know what I mean? Like, nah, right. I, I know there's plenty of people who could do it, but I need that nigga to do it because he thinks a certain way about these types of things. And be, I didn't know that before. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was just nigga do good work with good brands, nigga, get a nigga some money. But it's really, mm-hmm. I need I need that point of view in my life. And and that's where that, all that shit matters. That's where those clips matters. That's where, you know, just doing stuff on your own that had nothing to do with nobody asking you to do it. You know what I'm saying? That shit was, you know, just showing black people having a great time. And if you really, really look at it, you know what I'm saying? It's like 85% black fathers in that motherfucker blowing with bubbles. You know, niggas don't never get no bubbles in their treatment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the bubble filter goes unused. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like bubbles and a nigga is never associated. Bubbles and love right. is not associated. Bubbles and, I mean, black men and kids don't get associated unless it's in some type of, you know, contrived way. I'm going to put a black man and a black child in this commercial so we can attract black consumers. Not in a real life way where niggas is just doing their own thing on a Saturday afternoon. Living. Right. What do you think made you put your name on it? I wanted to see it myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I typed the title out, and once I saw it on the screen with mm-hmm. the pictures, it felt like, damn, this shit real. You know what I'm saying? Right. To my right. own self, let alone to other people, to myself. Before, it's just like, okay, this is shit I did. Push it, keep it going, poof. But when you put it out and that shit come up, or that's, you know, it's like, damn, nigga, right. this shit real. This shit got a title. This shit, you know what I'm saying? All basic stuff. Mm-hmm. When you come in from a certain perspective. But when you come in from, I'm using this to get money. You know what I'm saying? To sell brand shit, to do. Then you don't think about that often. So when you do, it's like, damn. I need to think about this shit in a whole another kind of way. And I need to tell the stories in a kind of way that represents my name being on this shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I want people to know this how I think. So it changed everything. Mm-hmm. I hear that. <clears throat> I hear that. POV is definitely very important to me, for sure. That's always one of the things that, Drove, that drives what I do mm-hmm. and one of the things that I try to hopefully convey, you know, and you could always do it, but that's like one of the things that I've always felt like <clears throat> as a comedian, for me, I've always, the, the one of the things that stands out is for me, I feel like you affect the game when some shit happens in the world and people are like, yo, I wonder what Damien think about this. You right. know, because now they looking at, you know, they, they kind of anticipate your take on shit, you know? Right. So right. that's something that I've always, I've always kind of aspired to, you know, there's different types of comedy. There's comedy where there is no POV. It's just mm-hmm. observational. It's just the person is just a vessel for some observations. And some of that shit is great or just joke writing and just mm-hmm. really good jokes, you know? Um, yeah, I kind of always want to have a little bit if I can have a little bit of you understand who I am or you, you, you know what I mean? Like, even mm-hmm. if, yeah, I just rather, you know, damn near, you know, my name rather than, yo, the one that went up third, 
He was all right. You know, that nigga was funny. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I want, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, I had another question for you. <clears throat> Dude, would you consider yourself somebody that's spontaneous? Um, Yeah, not in the most spontaneous way, but yeah, I am. I, mm. I, 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 um, I've been an explorer all my life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I wouldn't think about it as I'm being spontaneous. It's just life. You know what I'm saying? Like... Say second grade, you come home from school, <clears throat> jump on the bike and ride. Go mm. this block, that block. Oh, they got a basketball hoop over here. Oh, these niggas do this over here. Oh, they got a lot of kids live on this block. You know what I'm saying? Since second grade, you know what I mean? So explore exploration is part of who I am. So, you know, if if I run out of ideas or I'm feeling boxed in like you know somebody asked me the other day you know what I'm saying what was it like to be free when I you know went to Atlanta for eight weeks just working on the show and I was like you know it wasn't Atlanta that made me free at all I learned how to be free as a kid you know what I'm saying if I'm getting fussed out if I got a bad report card or you know what I'm saying the house tripping the lights off or whatever the fuck I could still go in the room and think and write and make a toy, you know what I'm saying? At least till the sun went down, if the lights was down, you know what I mean? And when you're doing that, it just make everything else disappear. Like all of the mm-hmm. world disappear, you just become free. And so exploration, once you got to be able to go outside, then none of that ever was able to affect me because I knew I could go outside, explore, and create a whole nother world out of the world that's out there as opposed to just dealing with the shit that was on top of me at the time, you know? So Mm. I keep some spontaneity in my life because that's my freedom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I be thinking about that sometimes. Just I'm looking at it in a way of just like just doing shit right there in the moment. You know, not even, you know, like I said, just getting beyond the overthinking. Just mm-hmm. if the shit feel good in that moment, just do that shit, you know, right. and, and, and let it figure And Everything else will, uh, the fallout will be the fallout. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't think anything that's going to be insurmountable is going to happen. You know, you'll be all right. If this is how you feel, this is how you feel. Go and do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really... <clears throat> You don't always need to sit there and plot, plan, and deliberate. You know what right. I'm saying? Like if you if you feel it, because I think I think there's something to leaning into the spontaneity that gets you even more connected to your gut. You right. know? Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's, uh, there's there's two things to it though. Like you know what I'm saying? It's one being spontaneous with your life, mm-hmm. but being spontaneous with your work is even that much more rewardful, but more difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because you, mm-hmm. you tend to overthink your work because you got to do it for other people. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to do that in front of people and not not have that hang up of I got to make it right is right. A, it's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? And and it's 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 a rewarding thing if you could do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not now you that ain't easy to do. But once you get there to do it, then it's all all systems go. Right, right. Yeah, now I'm with you on that shit. I think, you know, 
think there's, for me, I think there's definitely a lot more room for that. You know, mm-hmm. just to just say fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, and <clears throat> and not say fuck it in a way that is disregard for what I'm doing, but just fuck it for like, man, just do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you especially if this is your work, especially if this is some work you've been doing for a while, you kind of already know the parameters of what you do. Mm-hmm. So try to even surprise yourself sometimes, right? Um, and also this ain't really even spontaneity, but <clears throat> I've been, you know, just, uh, this past weekend I was out at, uh, I was out in Atlantic city, right. At the mm-hmm. Borgata and, um, I'm doing shows, casino crowd, casino crowd is very, as I say, very assorted. You know what I mean? You know, oftentimes median age be about 70 years old. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot, a lot, a lot of whiteheads, as they say, or white hairs. You know what I mean? It's a lot of that. Few young people here and there. Um, right, you know, you know, just it's it's a it's a crapshoot. No pun intended, right? So, um, <clears throat> you know, the parameters of the gig is to kind of uh, be PG thirteen. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing, right? And you know, you try to, like, I'm not a PG-13 comic. I'm not Red Fox or no shit like that. Mm. But I'm not a PG-13 I like to speak freely. That's the whole reason I even do what I do. I want to be able to speak how I want to speak and say what I want to say. You know mm. what I mean? So, you know, I've been doing this. I've done this gig for many times. And over the years, I've definitely given myself more and more latitude and leeway to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. This week, I was on the, on the show... A uh, comic friend of mine who I fuck with, but go super hard. Almost feels like intentionally. This is we fuck whatever little boundaries you talking about. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. I'm doing me, mm. you know. <clears throat> and I always appreciate that. I always appreciate that in a comic because I think it also helps with the the rest of the show on a certain level, right. you know. And it's like I find myself kind of like being inhibited sometimes like trying to yield to like it'll it'll make you it'll fuck up the groove because you're like in the middle of doing what you do and you're like well, what was that you know what i mean like you kind of stutter stepping mm-hmm. so i was like nah i'm not gonna be doing it. i'm not stutter step i'm gonna just do my thing but also by the third show the last show it was very interesting i already had the plan that i was going do some material that I wanted to do that mm-hmm. I didn't know was going to hit with these people. These are older people. They might not even be in tune with some of the shit that I'm talking about, but I just want to, I want to, um, what's the word? I want to poll this material. Like I want to be out in the world, see, okay, see in front of this demo, does it resonate at all? What lines actually hit even in this demo, right? Mm-hmm. So I already knew, like I had the set that was working, for the rest of the other shows, but I was just like, man, this is my last show. This shit for me. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be what it's gonna be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So uh I open up, I do some shit, open up, I get them on my side, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> and then I go to the material that I wanna do. <laughs> and it's about, it's about a good damn near 10 minute chunk of this just this topic. Mm-hmm. You know, and um and it was getting some laughs, but it wasn't getting many laughs, right? And there were many. I saw this in 10 minutes. So there's many pivot points where I was like, I could have 
and then going back to the safe shit or whatever, the shit that, you know, is already reliable, whatever, whatever. But I was like, man, nah, fuck this. <laughs> I'm here to do this. So I did the whole shit, and it... It got a few, but it didn't get what it should have. And then I, you know, I had some time left and I kind of spun it back because then obviously I'm bringing up somebody else. So I don't want to kill a vibe. So I, you know, did what I needed to do. But I had my, I had, I was like, I was in the moment. And then, oh, oh, what also compounded this. So that was one thing, right? So I, I wanted to do that. I already made that decision after the second show. Third show, closing out, this is what I want to do. Boom, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um... Next day before the show, um, I'm in Atlantic City, right? I guess the day before I was driving to Walmart or something, I hit some shit. That shit hit my tire hard, like, wow, wow. And I'm like, fuck, I hope I ain't fuck up my tire. But I got back, so I didn't, I never got out, looked at the tire. So, mm-hmm. boom, I get on, I, I wake up in the hotel. I got the blackout curtains and shit. You know, the blackout curtains that have you blind to the world. You know what I'm saying? Them shit to have you like, you nigga, like you ain't read the paper in days. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I opened up the blackout curtains. I was like, oh, it's a nice fucking day. It's like beautiful outside. Like, let me go outside in the world. So, I get in my whip and I go about a mile and a half and my shit go, doing the whole shit. Fuck, I got the flat. at. I got the flat. So, boom, I got to pull to the side, call AAA. Fortunately, I had AAA. They come, you know what I mean, do the whole flip up. But I can't get a new tire nowhere Sunday, Atlantic City. Atlantic City's good for casinos 24 hours, but tire spots, nah, ain't happening. There was two that were open. One, they didn't have a tire I needed. They would have to order it. And the other spot, their tire machine broke. And they, we didn't even know if they had the tire. He was like, look, even if we got the tire, our tire machine is broke. I think he ain't going to work, but that's what he hid behind. But anyway, so I had already said, like, on my last day, you could get the day, you could leave the day after the show. You know what I mean? But I traditionally always leave right after the show. Jump back on the road. It's quiet. Get home fast. I just be, I don't know what it is, but I always want to get back to my crib. Not even like there's nothing, a whole lot to do. I just like being in my own bed, being, you know what I mean? Being on the couch, you know what I'm saying? In my space again. And, you know, Atlantic City is is cool in theory, but that shit is super depressed economically. I don't know if you've been out there recently, but that shit is, mm-hmm. ooh, we sad. Um, <clears throat> so, boom. I talked to a couple people. You know, I got the donut on my shit. I talked to a couple people. You would Google. Now, you're not supposed to really, you're not really supposed to drive more than like 50 miles, and that's pushing it on a donut. Mm -hmm. 70, absolutely nothing more. (laughs) Atlantic City, Atlantic City, 131 miles. I'm like, nigga, I want to go home, though. You know what I mean? I know you ain't supposed to go over 45, I mean, over 50 on the donut, so I'm like... Uh, best practices, and this is another conversation I had a friend of mine about best practices. You know, I feel like best practices is often developed after motherfuckers done made a breakthrough, and then people make sense of it after the fact. You know what I mean? Because somebody got to practice to make it the best practices. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, man. So already, I'm, I already got like, and I'm already in a mindset of my, I'm, my day a little fucked up because I got the donut. I still want to go home. I already like, like, I'm already preoccupied with the fact, look, I'm, 
I'm definitely doing this material I want to do, and fuck it. I'm going home tonight. I don't give a fuck. I'm going home tonight. You know what I'm saying? So I go through my little 10 minutes of jokes that just not really hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and shit is I, and shit is, the shit is like, it's so palpable that it's not really hitting. I'm laughing. Like, there's a few people that are laughing about it, but it's just not all the way hitting. And I'm just like, it is what it is. I grab my shit. And the funny thing is I, um, I've been, you know, I'll take my shit. So I got to go out into the audience <clears throat> and grab my tripod and all that shit. And, you know, if you don't do well after a show, the last place you want to be is amongst the audience. It wasn't a terrible, it wasn't a bomb, but it just wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I didn't kill. And it was a moment where it was, it was a lull, put it like that. You know, mm-hmm. fucking some, you know. But I was like, nigga, make sure your body language right too, nigga. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't give them no, no surrender, no defeat, nigga. You know, come through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shoulders back, chin up, you know what I mean? Like, Come through, grab my tripod. You know, people like great show. You know, I, you know, you know, never trust a nigga when he say great show. You know what? Great. You know, that's just small talk and pleasantries. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you. Get my shit. Get a put me a little black cup of coffee, and then I I don't speed off because I can't. But I, <laughs> I smooth <laughs> off. Yeah, exactly. I smooth off. Do do a little club foot action. I get out. I get off the scene. You know what I mean? With the motherfucking hitting the bitch at forty five, all the way up to New York City. I'm, you know, and it's it's a it's a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, I just hope this shit don't fuck up my transmission. I hope there ain't no blowout, none of this shit, because that shit'll be worse than just sitting your ass in the room for another day and doing it how it should be done. But uh, sure enough, three hours, you know what I mean? It took me three hours to get to the spot, but I was chilling. I'm in that bitch listening to podcasts. Like, I'm a, I'm like a passenger in the whip. I'm not even driving. I got that bitch on cruise control. I'm listening to a fucking podcast. All I got to do is just steer the car, you know? <laughs> and uh, I got my hazards on all the way up to the motherfucking spot. <clears throat> get home. And we made it. You know what I'm saying? And it was just one of those things where I just had a conversation of like, you know, as long as you are comfortable with whatever the consequences is going to be, do that shit. Do the shit. You know what I mean? As long as you could stand in them consequences, them shits could be fucked up. You know, weigh Mm -hmm. the consequences. Obviously, don't, don't be... Super reckless. I mean that the donut shit is is you know is veering on reckless. The doing the material I wanted to do that's veering on just you know fucking creative freedom, and it is what it is. Whatever you niggas ain't gonna define me by one set. But um, I don't know, man. It just made me um, just felt good about just tapping into, I just that energy. Something about it felt um free. What's the word? Free. Yeah, free. Liberated. I felt liberated. You know what I'm saying? Felt like playing fucking Liberation off of Quimini, which is 25 years old now. You know what I'm saying? Felt like right. that shit. But um, yeah, 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 man. So that's that, man. That's, that's. Felt good, man. Felt good. I guess that's what kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but and I think it was kind of connected to it. Might not have been exactly connected to that, but I've been having <clears throat> conversations about spontaneity and things of that nature. So I'm just, you know, again, I'm just like uh, trying to live in the space of not even just fuck it, but just let's do it. 
Let's get it done. Let's let's. Let, I bet you know what I mean. I right. bet. I bet always had good energy when was growing up. Oh, right. where I bet. I bet there's no hemming and hawing. No, I'ma let you know. Da 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 da. I bet, nigga, that was that was nigga, that was the <laughs> charge definitive. you needed. Hell yeah, definitive. I right, bet. Let's we, go. Yeah, we did. Let's let let's do it. You like okay, fuck it. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, when when it when you do that with your work, man, it it, it pays dividends. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you could not only do it in response to what you're trying to do, but in response to what your audience wants. You know what I'm saying? And when you see yeah. people responding to their audience in real time with no fear, no abandon, this is what we're going to do, and then they do it, and you see the audience roll right with it, that part is where you get success. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You him and hawing about some shit you said you was going to do, your audience lose the enthusiasm. You already said, all right, bet, nigga, what we waiting on? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you pump faking. Right. So now we yeah. don't even trust your eye, bet. It felt good at the time. But uh-huh. let's do it. Damn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what that's where a lot of us have to learn. You know what I'm saying? I need uh-huh. to I need to learn. I could do it in my what I'm doing, but if I gotta bring a whole lot of other people involved, you know what I'm saying? The whole world is waiting or the the world of my audience is waiting and you got to think about it. I mean, got to make sure I do this right now. I got this yeah. bill to pay. You know what I'm saying? Then you lose. You lose the momentum. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. You know, I've been on both. Like, I mean, we started with just being black. That was spontaneous as fuck. It was just right. like, you know what? Let me just shoot this shit. It's a day out here. Let me just cut mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah, There's plenty of shit that, you know, never got to get cut because life so right to just you know take 35 40 minutes blah, 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 ping, ping, and it was something it, it, it made a major difference mm, yeah <clears throat> and oftentimes that be the shit that hits the hardest anyway the shit that you didn't even really you didn't really you know sit and obsess over right you know yeah man right damn yeah. niggas niggas over here thank you <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. He's like, damn, shit. Yeah, man. I know the audience yelling at the speakers. Nigga, do something now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What's good? What up? What else is going on? What else is on your mind, man? Oh, uh, man, shit. Uh, what I do this, I, uh, I went to United Talent Agency, UTA. They okay. had a They had like a summit called Unlock 404. Oh, okay. but they they spelled it like with a Q. Yeah, U- I saw that. I didn't I didn't know exactly how to pronounce it at first. Okay, it's, you know what I'm saying? When you look at it, it looks like Uniqlo. You know what I'm saying? If you're from New yeah, York, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was Unlocked 404, and they uh, had Rich Paul uh, anchoring it. He had the you know okay. So so I went out there for for his his uh, interview. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Which was cool. I had uh, bought the book. He had released this book, Lucky Me, um, right. last week. So I bought the audio book. And I didn't even know this was happening yet, but I bought the audio book just to tap in and see, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I know him, and I've met him, mm-hmm. but I don't know him, you know what I'm saying? I've been mm-hmm. around him, but I don't, I don't know his backstory. I know he's cool with my cousin, but I don't really know how they connected, you know what I'm saying? So 
I uh, bought the book, listened to the book, and then it all made sense. You know what I'm saying? I understand, you know what I'm saying? I understand a lot better why why things are the way they are, why he connects with the city the way he connects with it and moves the way he moves. Because mm-hmm. he, he, like, from that's it. He, like, from right around the same neighborhood where my family is from. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of his upbringing is familiar. A lot of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the things he's seen was familiar. Even though I didn't grow up in Cleveland, I spent my summers there, but I didn't grow up there. I know the environment. I know the people. They come, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them came to Miami to live and brought that whole shit with them. So it's like I could see all what he's saying in his book. You know what I'm saying? And so I just I didn't know how the neighborhoods were broke down as far as what neighborhood was like what. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he was up there, Glenwood, Glenville, St. Clair. My people was from Huff, which is, you know, probably – Six minutes southeast driving, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, but it's it's right over there, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so that was cool. I listened to the book. Broke he broke it down about his father. You know what I'm saying? He was raised a lot by his father, even though he didn't live with his father because his mother was mm-hmm. on drugs. You know what I'm saying? But the father kept them close and made sure that they he, they was around him. You know what I'm saying? So. I was raised by my father. So all that, you know, rang bells. You know what I'm saying? It was a same kind of nigga. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't finna let my shit drop because of the decisions I've made in my life. You know what I mean? Right. So that that all rang true. You know what I'm saying? That's that's in me because that's when my people come with that same energy. So that was cool. Uh, listened to the book. Went to the, to the uh, panel. I was, you know. This my I'm out in the wild. This my first time out in the wild, mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the wild is like you know you ain't got no special situation. You know what I'm saying? Security don't know you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got nobody that knows security. So right. there's a couple of little you know what I'm saying trying to get on the elevator. Nigga like nah, nigga you got to take the steps. Hey mm. man, I'm kind of handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you ain't handy, nigga. It is a woman telling you, nigga, you got to take the <laughs> steps. <laughs> you got to turn around, show your scar. <laughs> got, oh, your little, got your little team with you like, come on now, what we doing? <laughs> right. And it works out. <laughs> it worked out. But okay. it's definitely different when you ain't, you know, you out in the wild. So right. Right. W- was out there in the wild. I ran into, you know, ran into a few people, saw April Love out there. Uh, saw uh, you know uh, a gang of you know my Big sister. Love. She 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 do a bunch of stuff down here in um Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, and then um you know they uh my son was there with his LVRN team. You know what I'm saying? They had jackets. Right. They had just got their jackets, so they was like a gang. Oh shit! And his artist and you know what I'm saying a couple members from the label and all that shit. So. You know, once they dipped, he stayed with me and my sister, so he was hanging with the old folks, which was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, and so that was cool. You know what I mean? It was just like you know, he really settled into, you know, I'm in the game, and these is my peoples, and I ain't right. you know dipping out on them. Ran into um, my man Tori, who do Atlanta influences everything. I hadn't seen him. Okay. In a minute, you know what I'm saying? It's just it was just like, you know, a outside thing, you know what I mean? Let you know that nigga, you ain't all the way ready, but 
ain't no need to to hide. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so yeah. So that was cool. You know what I mean? Got the book. Went to the UTA little out the party over at United Talent. Met some of the you, um, people over there. Did you see Rich at all? Did you? Nah, get I did. Up with him I did. Not? I wasn't okay. able to get up with him. It was like after he okay. did his thing. It was like you know, it was like shuffled off somewhere else. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Not not that I was you know pressing it. You know what I mean? Right. Because you understand that's what's going on. It's the show is mm-hmm. usually the show ain't about him. It's about maybe his talent. You know what I'm saying? But when mm-hmm. the show is about somebody, you know, it's hard to press somebody. Hey, yo, yo, where you at? When, you know what I mean? When you the nigga, you know what I'm saying? You got a second degree ass relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> hey, yo. So, mm-hmm. but it was it was just good to, you know, to support and, and watch him do his thing and, and, and fully lean into I'm doing this. Um, dropping this book because you can see the effect that it has. You know what I'm saying? Again, he's strengthening his his position in the game mm-hmm. by his understanding. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys, what I'm learning about this agent shit, they they do a lot. It's a lot of player hating. You know what I'm saying? Trying to up up in the the next agent to get the new clients. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't hear this from no agents. I got a couple friends who kids who are going. You know what I'm saying? They in college and they they about to hit the draft. Or their friends have hit the draft and you start hearing how, you know, the different agents do. You know what I'm saying? They come and tell the other agent business, yeah, whoop, 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 but we don't do it like that. So you have to use, you know, all what you can with without player hating, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if your your strength is understanding the black male from the perspective where he came from. Ain't nobody could fuck with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That didn't come up in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So so if, if you lean into it, you 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 give yourself a future with guys who are coming up now that other guys are not going to be able to actually tap into because they're not going to have that experience. They're not going to understand that experience from that perspective. So... That's why no, I didn't understand why he did the book until now. You know what I'm saying? Now that mm-hmm. I see, see, now that I've heard the book and, and, and um, saw how he presented it, I understand. Mm-hmm. One is getting your story out. One is letting everybody know that well, this is all on the table. But two is strengthening a position that most agents aren't going to be able to to get into. You know what I'm saying? All right. they could do is right. get into. You're here. We could get you the money. Let's go. But they ain't not going to get into, well, we understand where you come from and why. And I understand why you're trying to make that decision, but this is why you should make this decision, blah, 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 which is a whole different scope. And if you got, if you get the next six years of of fucking drafts based off of your positioning, that's a winning, you know what I'm saying, situation. And, you know, he already winning, so, you know, strengthening it. Is it's not a um, it's not a bad thing. Shit, nigga said he did motherfucking uh shit down there billion dollars in business this summer, nine hundred million this summer. Yeah, I heard him talking about that. That's crazy. That's bananas. Yeah. So, so that was good. You know what I'm saying? To be out and about and see. You know what I'm saying? You know, be in the some, mix. Some, yeah, some people winning. Around. Some yeah. winning going on. You know what I'm saying? That's that's shit. 
know, can't beat that, you know. I definitely only went for the last, you know, the last hour now. I wasn't <laughs> trying to right. hang around too long. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, park right, over right. here, park over here. No, nah, not this entrance. Hey, man. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this is the only entrance I know, man. <laughs> right. 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 What are we going to do? Right. And, and, and then you old and grown and you look like, you know what I'm saying? You got all your clothes. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a different vibe than when you're young trying to just buck the system. Right. It's like, listen, man, we could do this or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could leave. I ain't gonna leave. Look, this is it. What we doing? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go Because I was coming in. I ain't had no no team yet. You know what I'm saying? I was right. solo. Right. All right, man. Y'all gonna let me in here. This this dope right here, man. That's funny. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So you liked the book? Thought the book was good? Yeah. I, I You know. Or you still... No, I, I, I finished it. it. I finished it. The okay. book. Uh-huh. I like the book because I understood the information. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I understood. Uh-huh. I understood the story. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a story that's close to who I am because it's pretty much a lot of similar aspects. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I think it was done very. Uh, I wouldn't say serendipitously, as we've been using that word. But it's done like very this high, you know. I'm gonna do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and this is what it's gonna be. And I wanted to be in my voice, and I wanted to feel a certain kind of way because it feels very your homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't feel like a book where somebody well crafted this book and went over every sin, every sound, and 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 it was you know you could tell it was just like you know let's do it. You know, I'm going to read it. Off the cuff a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure somebody, I'm sure they edited it and all that, but it still was it still was left to feel like un un um polished. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. So, from the cover to how it was uh played out, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. there are, you know, there are certain situations where you know you got a little quote to the or like a uh a saying for each chapter, you know what I'm saying? This is what this chapter mm-hmm. stands for. I mean, a lot of that could have been cleaned up a little bit. It could have been, you know, more more orchestrated, kind of like 48 Laws of Power was. But, you know what I'm saying, I don't think that was the point. I think the point was to let it feel as raw as possible to to get the guys that's raw to understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meet them where they are. It's right. kind of what his, it seems like that is a strong point right. is to kind of, you know, understand where they're coming from and be able to speak to them, you know, at that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like communicate with them straight, no chaser type of shit. So that's dope. And so, <clears throat> and so surprisingly, you know what I'm saying, it didn't, lean, it didn't lean on none of the successes, the big successes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that didn't really even come into play. Like it was mentioned here and there, you know what I'm saying? I met LeBron. That was towards the end, you know what I'm saying? But it was mostly about the upbringing and the neighborhood. And, and this the is why. every spot, right, or something like right, that? Right, yeah, it's mm-hmm. pop store. It's like, you know, the the cats in the neighborhood, the you know, the types of neighborhood it was in high school mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, what type of people went here and how I was able to do this here. So those types of things, you know what I'm saying, led the story to let you understand 
okay, this is where I come from. This is what I am. And this is why I think the way I think. This is why I move the way I move. Which I understand why he was he's able to move with my people because it's all the same neighborhood pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All the same mm-hmm. same situation, the same understanding, the same um if you could make it through here, you you really understand what's going on. If you could move throughout this city without getting stuck on your block and in your hood, then you're you're actually thinking your way through this life and not just falling through it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that let me understand a lot better why he connects with certain kinds of people and why why my people connect with him. Gotcha. Yeah. It's funny that you're talking about, you know, so much Cleveland, right? My mm-hmm. man, one of my homies, good comedian, real funny cat, Ramon Rivas, he just hit me today. He's from Cleveland. He's been, like, curating, like, an entire scene out there. And I've never been to Cleveland. We just we just happened to talk today, and I was I told him, I was like, dog, I ain't been to Cleveland yet. He was like, mm-hmm. yo, let's get you out here. So I was like, I bet. So it's just kind of the synchronicity of it all. Like, you mm-hmm. talk about Cleveland. My homie from Cleveland hit me. I want to, you know, I want to see it because I know some people from Cleveland and it, I could tell it It seems to have some type of uh, energy about it, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to I want to see what that is in person. So right. hopefully sooner than later, I should have some shit to some dates or something to announce out there. It's a trip because the, the 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 city, you know what I'm saying, it's rough and tumble. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's it's niggas you know, it will get to it there. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Ain't known for it, but that's they tough. It's a tough city. But there's right. a contingency of folks trying to do something progressive. You know what I'm saying? Actually, one of um one of these top photographers from um Brooklyn, um, mm-hmm. he moved his family to Cleveland. He did a project out there, came back, Rudy, I think it's Ruddy Roy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I see it on the thing. I don't know if it's Rudy or Ruddy, but I think it's Ruddy. Jamaican okay. cat photographer. I know him through my homeboy, John. And, um, you know, he one of those those photographers that, you know, get booked for National Geographic and all that type of shit. He went out mm-hmm. there for a project, came back and was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? The cost of living is is superb. Shit, I'm mm-hmm. I'm moving, and shit, Jack, they was gone in about a couple months. You know, what spontaneous. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? I yeah. see his kids, I see his kids, his son's a photographer. I see mm. he thriving. I, you know, he went through high school, taking pictures. He like the the high school doing his photography thing, going to college. Like yo, he went and made that shit happen. I don't know if I would have moved to Cleveland, but shit, he did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, I got to check it out, see what it is. Then it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of good music that comes out of Cleveland and, and even further, like broader Ohio. Mm-hmm. So I just want to I wanna see what that vibe is like. I've only been to Columbus, I think, and I had a good time out Columbus, out the Funny Bone out there. It was a good, it was a good vibe. Columbus was cool. So I want to see more. I want to see this, this, this Cleveland shit, and we'll see what's what. But speaking of books, um... <laughs> This Jada Pinkett rollout has been something else. Bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I already got that shit on my little request at the library. I tried to get the Rich Paul shit. It's not in the system yet, but uh, I, I definitely got definitely got worthy on the request because this shit is like the literary 
444 lemonade situation. Wow. So um, I know a lot of people, <clears throat> she's very polarized. A lot of people feel a certain type of way mm-hmm. about uh, Jada and this rollout and the, and the emasculation of Will Smith and all of this other shit. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I don't have many thoughts because this is her story. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And as much as we dislike or not like how she's doing it or what she's saying or how much she brings up Pac or, you know what I'm saying, her saying that, that boy, if, if it's the truth where they've been separated together for however long, it's grown folk shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On one, one, it's grown folk shit. Two, it's her story. You know what I'm saying? We can't tell her what her story is, obviously, you know what I'm saying? They've at some type of point where they're, she's telling her story and he's trying to stay out the fray because it don't work for him. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, they agreed on being who they are. And right. at, at that point, you got two grown people doing what grown people do. You know what I'm saying? I think August Alcina being spontaneous you know what I'm saying? Put it out there a lot <laughs> earlier than they probably anticipated being out there. They probably had the book already in motion, but it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like that throws a wrench in the game because, you know, mm-hmm. it's out there and uncontained. So I think she just continued on with her plan. I think she has things that she wants to express, things she wants to get off her chest, things she may have feel like people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I don't know where it goes left for people because people ain't will. I think because it looks bad and, and when you put the internet inside of your, your situation, then, you know, people have opinions. People have opinions that may or may not be related to what's actually really happening. And him who's it's really happening with, he got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Shit, he he tried to, you know, sidestep for a long time. Now he he got to hear it, you know what I mean? And he might not want to hear it, you know? He stood up for it, and then she was like, well, I didn't know he was going to stand up for me. That ain't even my husband. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like, well, (laughs) goddamn. Shit, you know? But it's done. You know what I'm saying? He already took the hit, gave the hit, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that <clears throat> that's a good summation of it. I do think that, yeah, I think there's this, I guess there's this desire to kind of shut her down, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, but this is her life. This is her story. She going, you know, she going to say what what happened or her reality of her side of the whole situation. I feel as though, I mean, there's that one. I mean, but I just think that a lot of it seems to be... <clears throat> There's so many, like, I guess there's the fan, the fandom of Will Smith, the cult of fandom of Will Smith. Like, they're very protective. Mm-hmm. As if, as if Will is not, don't have agency in his own marriage. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like that, like this ain't his wife or was his wife or whatever, his partner. You know, I think a lot of people didn't even read his book, you know, because I think it gives some insight to their dynamic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what kind of throws me more than anything. It's just kind of like the 
<clears throat> this whole the trying to like I guess silence her. You know what I'm saying? Because her speaking her truth or her side of the story is an attack on that man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And one, I don't think that is the case at all. I don't right. think that's a, an attack on. I think that you know they together, as you said before, August Alcina kind of fuck the rollout, or maybe not even the rollout, but kind of exposed the inner workings of whatever they had going on to the world. Mm-hmm. We never knew what the fuck was going on, but they knew. It was a partnership. Whatever they right. was doing was working for them, and it was quiet, and right. it was, you know, rumblings or whatever. It's like, well, they do some different type of shit, allegedly, whatever, whatever. But whatever was working with them was working with them, right? right. Even when all of the shit started coming out, and Will hit the table talk, and people was like, damn, I can't believe he sat for this. This nigga sat for it. He, he's a co-producer of the Red Table Talk. This is no, this ain't no hostage situation. Like, motherfuckers is like, right. Will, if you need help, it's, this shit is, that is what kills me more <laughs> than anything. It's just right. like this whole, you know, like this motherfucker is against his will. But there was one other thing that I wanted to say. Oh, but I will say, I will say one of the funniest lines of this whole rollout was she was like, I didn't cheat on that man, no matter how sad his face looked at that table. I thought that shit was hilarious because that shit is just, I don't know, it's just real funny. Right, just a funny way of saying the shit, but it, it, the reality is the reality. The reality, the reality is they knew what they had going on. You know what I'm saying? She's saying that he can't consider it nothing but what we said it was going to be. And yeah. she said everything short of saying, because when he doing it, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. You know what right. I'm saying? So I think that she took a hit with that whole thing. She's taken hits before. She's always take the hits when she talk about Pac. I think she's really just trying to gain control of her narrative and be right. able to say the things she want to say about the situation not feel like a hostage inside of her own relationship that they've built and put together. She obviously ain't leaving. He ain't leaving her. You know what I'm saying? For whatever relationship they got set up. They obviously have agreed. They grown. They rolling it out. We got some shit to say. She know we got some shit to say. She's, you know, using her shit to get the attention for the book. And... They gonna go on tonight and and fucking do whatever they do. Either either yeah. go to their separate headquarters inside of the headquarters, or meet <laughs> at the wings. Yeah, meet at the table and hash it out, fuss it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. don't know, but right. it's they shit. Niggas got their yeah. own shit. Niggas wake up and go through their own shit in their own house and they little four walls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody who got somebody got. A story of you know saying having to hash some shit out, and you make an agreement. If you brought that shit to the internet, the internet will have their own fucking opinion. Luckily, mm, that's a whole nother table, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Luckily, everybody's shit don't have to hit the internet, and right. and the internet don't have a say in everybody's shit. Because if that was the case, we all had a Will Smith fucking face at some point. Yeah, true indeed. That's for sure. 
That is for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely definitely some long face experiences out there for everyone. Right. Yeah. Like, niggas, like, you know, grown people, man, we know. We know. If you young, young people don't really give a fuck because they don't really know them like that. But the grown people, they know. Everybody want to make their own decisions. Everybody want to feel good about their own, their own fucking opinion, their own expression. But everybody know, man. People go through shit, man. And shit, some shit don't. People don't go through shit. But for the most part, there's things to go through to be in a long term, twenty some year relationship, for sure. Yeah. Well, there it go. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure that shit going to do numbers, though. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to do numbers. We'll see what it is. Oh, man. <clears throat> what else is cracking? Anything else good? Um, What's good? Oh, you know, it's, it's homecoming season. Shit. Yeah, niggas, yeah, niggas yeah. It's gearing up. Like, niggas, it's hitting it. I think Tuskegee was last week. I think Howard coming up. Man, Howard's you this coming weekend. Up. Man, you coming Atlanta up. this weekend. Man, I'm coming mm-hmm. the week after that. You know what I'm saying? I want to take this time and make sure everybody go out, have a good time. You represent your university, mm-hmm. your frat, sorority, your hill, your set, your goddamn dorm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? All those things. And you know what I'm saying? Before you go, take a look on Zumo and go check out the return. You know what I'm saying? Get into the homecoming spirit. I think we should post that somewhere on something, what we got. You know what I'm saying? Get get people in, inside of the documentary to get excited about the, the cause. Right, right. <laughs> is it is it still? Where yeah, is yeah, it yeah, at yeah, now? yeah, yeah. It's still on Zumo. I I I put, I send you the link. Yeah, you know please, please do. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check it out. So people uh, could check that out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's Holler Homecoming. Um, my man B Moore has orchestrated a, a weekend to do list of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's the you know. The, the Howard Bison representative. Okay. And so he, he's putting together some stuff. Uh, you know, fan you going to do what fan you do. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homeboy, Trey Cos, Trey Cosley, they, you know, the young generation of, of building out mm-hmm. the new homecoming. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing some innovative things over the last few years. So it's always exciting to see that happen. You know what I'm saying? Because homecoming ain't going to die. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Year after year after year, at some point your ass gonna get old, and another generation gonna take over. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that we're seeing right now. So shout out to to them and um, Carp DM and all those guys who putting together a new homecoming for Fan You. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to O. Oh, uh, Cam Tremble, you know Cam. Yeah, yeah, on the pod. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he putting together a whole bunch of shit for the Howard Homecoming. And shout out to Clark Atlanta University. It's this weekend. They doing their thing. I will not be there, but salute. You know, find a way or make one. Salute to the Panthers. I hope it's fire out there. I hope y'all have a good time. I'll be there soon, but just mm-hmm. not this year. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, anyway. so, I mean, I probably won't be there this year, given, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Given, you know, my situation and not being able to just be out in the wild like that and, you know what I'm saying, homecoming will give you some walking to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I probably won't be there, but, you know, I will, you know what I'm saying, miss the camaraderie, miss the uh, the feeling. Ain't nowhere like your homecoming, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, a lot of people give 
homecoming and HBCU people a bad name. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's like you guys do too much. But the thing about HBCUs and, and homecoming in general is that, you know, there's no other place in the world that holds those types of uh, feelings. You know what I'm saying? There's no no place in this world held for your black experience. And, like, you know what I'm saying? We care about your black experience. This is where you were able to come of age. This was the only place where your ass was just free. You just round black people. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the gaze of your white community or, you know what I'm saying, the, the overall policing your business every day while you're on campus. It's just a, a, a place, a safe place where – you were able to just be a black person freely and think and come up with who you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I mean? You're, you weren't fighting a bunch of shit just to be you. You know what I mean? Like in the regular world, you wake up and you got to go through things just because you are. And it's not that case most of the time for most people on those types of campuses. And, and that's a place where, that's the only place that you could go to feel that experience again. When you go out in the world, you are in the world. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares mm-hmm. about your black ass experience or your 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 HBCU friends or how you came of age. They don't even make movies of your coming of age. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's very little media that speaks to your coming of age. Even when you get to mainstream media, it's almost like even some of the black um, entertainers is like, but can you whoop my ass? You know what I'm saying? So... It's the only place reserved for that type of feeling. So homecoming ain't going to never die because as long as the world is the world, it's the only place that holds these types of memories and these types of uh, uh, growth moments. You know what I'm saying? That time where you was free for four years to just or five or six or however many it took to think and be and, you know what I'm saying, and talk and, and just, you know, concoct shit you know what I mean like when you get in the world you concoct but it's under pressure you know what I mean you might be under pressure to pay your tuition I had to pay my tuition but I never felt that that shit wasn't shit you know what I'm saying it felt like ah okay next step okay shit got that paid alright that's done and now you move on to mm-hmm. greater blackness <laughs> <laughs> to greater blackness protect homecoming at all costs for sure. We need to keep that forever. And keep that forever. Like you said, it's sacred. So, yeah. There ain't you no know. way you could, as long as those schools keep running, ain't no way to stop it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, shit, you know, I'm saying all of that. Whatever energy needs to continue to keep this energy continuing, let that energy Word. continue. Yeah. Shout out to everybody homecoming this week. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. H, you said H, you and who else? Clark? Clark Atlanta's this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Howard University is this weekend. I'm not sure who else is going on this weekend, but yeah, mm-hmm. the season is upon us. Right. Everybody always got that, you know what I'm saying, that beef, who got the best homecoming? Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> who got the best homecoming? I'm going to be biased, even though I don't even believe it. I'm going to say Clark Atlanta because it's my homecoming. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I'm, you go ahead. You go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Finish, finish. No, I'm going to say I have the most fun. I, well, 
I'm going to say Clark Atlanta is the best homecoming. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I've had a lot of fun at Howard Homecoming. Had some fun at uh, FAMU's homecoming. I'm trying to think who else. I went to a Tuskegee homecoming one time mm-hmm. and was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I always, I stand on this hill. I wish it would happen. I truly wish the AUC celebrated homecoming together, collectively. Mm-hmm. Right. All four schools. If we did that shit, shut it down. Down. I remember the, at least one time. It's only one time that I can remember in my history of going to homecomings that they all converged on the same fucking weekend, and it mm-hmm. was a cumulative homecoming. And that shit was so fire. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, okay, we we in the we in the, the top rankings because you know, mm-hmm. just like college football. There are different packs and, 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 and regions and whatever you want to call it as mm. far as the homecoming hierarchy or brackets go, right. you know? But I think when we come together, boy, we we something to fuck with. We ain't, it's, right. it's a problem. It's a problem. Right. Who you think got the best homecoming? Well, after doing the, I mean, even going into formulating the doc, mm-hmm. you, you talk to all these people from all these different schools and, mm-hmm. you know, the best homecoming is your homecoming, period. I don't care who you talk to. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where it actually means something. It actually means homecoming. It actually means I'm yeah. coming back. Oh, this is what I remember. This smell, this hill, this dorm, these people. You know what I'm saying? That teacher. Like, all of that resonates with you. You know what I'm saying? As a person. And the people that really feel that, it's always gonna say that that's the best homecoming. It don't because that's the the true meaning of it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, when it comes to outside people, then you you really get into what's best for everybody else coming in. You know what I'm saying? And and it all boils down to what you want. Like if you want, like Howard, I think has the best cosmopolitan homecoming. They have the most shit to do. They got more easy access to high scale restaurants, living conditions. You know what I'm saying? You could be actually be mm-hmm. grown in DC and and have a grown right. ass homecoming and, and do your thing. You know what I mean? Plus have enough venues, have all that. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. ain't like Tallahassee ain't got no venues for y'all, man. Y'all gonna have to make do with this restaurant and put it together. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make do with this three-star hotel and make the best of it, you know? Um, you're not going to be able to fly in and out real quick because this airport is small. Howard, you could get on a, you could get in and out however you want. You get on a train, plane, drive from the northeast. It's it's a lot of ways to, to move in that place. Um, everybody say, you know, NCA&T got a great homecoming. I haven't experienced it since the, the later – rendition of it you know what i'm saying i only experienced it when we took the first yard fest to ncat and that shit failed it bombed Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was zero attendees nigga we out there on the field we thinking people gonna come this nigga's going to football practice nigga they like nigga what's going oh. on we got 27 artists we got biz marquee out there we got all kind of niggas this is fucking uh <laughs> It was Damn. it was sad. Like we we took like three hits like that. We thought mm. we was gonna get fired, nigga. It was like, damn nigga, they gonna fire us, man. They gonna kick us out of the building. It yeah. wasn't until Howard 
to 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 Jay Z. Well, Howard went well, and then Jay Z ended up and closed it. So right. that made right. it legendary. But who right. we anti? Yeah, I you know I, that that keep me from trying shit over there now. You know what I'm saying? I took, yeah, <laughs> took one of them L's at TSU. Um, Texas Southern, right, that right, right. Ooh wee, that was a, that was it. It's a terrible, it's a terrible L, and there's a whole lot of people to explain it to on the ground. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on the ground, yeah. like you got all them artists yeah. and each manager, each label person, each fucking mm-hmm. brand person, your boss, they boss, yeah, nigga. But I took an L like that at FAMU too. When it was, unfo- it was uh, I don't I don't know if you it were there that fest? year. It was the yard fest. Yeah, it um, rained. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it didn't rain. It was, it was the location that switched. Nah, it was the year. I mean, yeah. It was the year because we had, um, yeah, we had some 20, 21st century hustles out there too. This was the year <laughs> oh, that it, it was. was seven. Uh, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was me. It was Cuzzo. I think yeah. uh, Duval was hosted. I, I want to say Lil Scrappy was on the, the, the show. Jay Mills was on the show. Oh, I, was, I can't remember. Duval, Duval hosted. I was there, and yeah, I, I tell you, it was, yeah, it did move. It did move, but uh-huh. but the thing was, we didn't have a we didn't have that cookout element, and that's right, that's the element right, that right. we won. See, with Tallahassee, we had a free show. No, we had the cookout. We oh, had you the had cookout. to go. I, I remember. Yeah, we had the cookout. Michelini, Michelini was the sponsor. I, I remember that. I just yeah, remember yeah, Duval. Yeah. I just remember Duval trying to keep it together, but uh-huh. he wasn't the best at the outside hosting. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay. It wasn't ticker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, yeah. Nah. Out, outside, I was telling somebody this the other day. We, some people we knew was hosting outside. Mm-hmm. Outside hosting is a whole lot different. When especially yeah. when you had a free show and niggas got other shit to do. Yeah, you yeah, had to be yeah, very sure. engaged with the people. You know what I'm saying? If yeah, you're not, yeah. them people gonna be like, "Man, fuck this shit." I go here. You you compete like I always tell people. Y'all fest your competition is pussy weed and alcohol. If you can't yeah. fucking compete with that nigga, you gonna lose because niggas will go do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. <laughs> they did. They moved along. They moved but, along. Absolutely. But but Tuskegee, I tell you about Tuskegee. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? That's the first HBCU I ever went to as a kid. But okay. Tuskegee is small. It's isolated. Uh-huh. But they have a rich-ass tradition. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They bring in people from all over the country, which gives it a, a more metropolitan feel, even though it's only 3,000 people or 3,500 people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have a high, uh, they have a high, you know, uh, ratio of well kept kids, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. and I, I say this all the time, like you know, the difference between like you know, when you got hood girls and and well kept girls, it's not like that. Well kept girls look better, no shit like that. But a lot of times they grew up with health insurance and dental insurance and braces and shit like that to keep shit, you know what I'm saying, to make what they working mm-hmm. with a lot better. So when you get to mm-hmm. Tuskegee, you get to a place where it's a lot of well-kept people in a very Maintain. small place. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? With nothing else to do but they stuff. And they have a great fucking time because it's not a lot of poor people. It's a lot of fucking, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, a lot going on 
in that small space, which makes it a. I was we shot the first. Uh, we did a TV show in college. Our first show was at Tuskegee Homecoming. That was my first time going. I was like, "What the fuck is going on around this piece?" You know what I'm saying? That shit mm-hmm. was that shit was fun. That shit was actually fun. They have they they don't take no shorts. They band is is rocking that bitch in the stadium. The stadium is just a bowl of grass in the student stands. Students got it mm-hmm. rocking. You could put your grill on the bowl of the of the, of the dirt of the grass and watch the game and grill at the same time. They got a lot of good shit going for them. You know what I'm saying? It just became a point in the early 2000s where they started doing their homecoming parties in Atlanta, which fucks shit up for them. Tuskegee. Yeah. Because it's like maybe an hour and a half from Atlanta. So Um. they'll do their parties and shit on Friday in Atlanta, then go down for the game, and then Saturday night they might have something in Atlanta. Like, nah. Mm. The more they did there, the better that shit. That shit is a is an amazing homecoming to be so to be such a small school. You know, we had a small speaking of small school homecoming. We did um, Saint Aug Saint Augustine's out in Raleigh, mm-hmm. and it's a it was a tiny little campus. And I remember we brought Jeezy and Fab out there. This is when they had that record together, do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. I forget who else we had, but <clears throat> we didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything, I want to say the whole shit was, like, in a gymnasium. And that shit was fire for for however many people showed up. The energy was, the, it was, comp- like, the energy was enough to make that shit feel even bigger than it was. So, yeah, salute to St. Augs. That's one of those that, you know, I don't really hear people shouting them out too often. But, yeah, salute to all the HBCUs out there. Getting Bird. to it, you know. Bird. Yeah. You know. Known and unknown or renowned, or famous and infamous and whatever, whatever, man. Yeah, salute to y'all. This is the season. Bird this is up. the season. Oh, uh, shit, man. I think it's time to, you know, yeah. homecoming. It's time to go home. No you doubt. I, but I would, I would like to ask the people before we dip to send me some show ideas. To, okay. You know what I'm saying? Go for through. this. Yeah, for, for, for to talk okay. about, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to plan and, and create new ideas. So, you know what I'm saying? If you send me some show ideas, you know what I'm saying? I'll pick something. You know what I'm right, back, 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 yeah. back, back. Also, let us know what your favorite homecoming is. Let right. us know in the comment section. Let us know what, what homecoming you going to, what homecoming you had the most fun at, all of that type of shit. You know? Right. And until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.